0: indigenous rights radio because knowledge is power you are now listening to cultural survival's global news bulletin we kick off with news from africa the world bank is currently looking into allegations of human rights violations related to tanzania's $150 US dollar tourism resource management projects. Despite the government's attempts to settle the dispute with the affected communities, authorities have failed to resolve the issues. The investigation was officially launched on December 14, 2023, after the bank's accountability mechanism department confirmed that the two complainants whose names have not been disclosed, rejected the government's proposal for negotiation for the settlement of the dispute. The bank expects to complete the investigation by June and will submit its finding to the top management for further action. In 2023, the Tanzanian government was criticized for forcing Maasai people out of the Narangori district. Now, news from USA. South Dakota's Republican governor, Kristi Noem, has been banned for one of the country's largest reservations after she spoke about sending razor wire and security personnel to Texas to help to deter Mexican immigration at the southern border. According to Oglala Sioux tribe president, Frank Starr comes out. The ban on NOM was due to the fact that many people arriving at the border with Mexico come from places such as El Salvador, Guatemala and Mexico in search of better living conditions and opportunities. Before the ban was announced, NOM said drug cartels had infiltrated the state's reservations. Now news from Australia. Queensland police allegedly racially profiled and treated three indigenous children as criminals. After a pair of accused vigilantes, allegedly assaulted three indigenous children. According to complaint, the police who responded to the incident took the side of the alleged vigilantes, telling the families that their children have been placed under citizens arrest. Following an investigation by the specialist Tablelands Child Protection and Investigation Unit. The two men appeared in Marabba Magistrates Court on January 22, charged with assault and deprivation of liberty. The case is said to be heard in court again on February 19th. Now moving to Philippines. Indigenous communities in the Ilocos North Province of the Philippines are fiercely opposing an irrigation projects in their region because they have not properly been consulted on environmental risks. The projects planned to be undertaken in the ancestral land and territories of indigenous peoples requires approval from local councils and consent from the communities, but talks have stalled amid accusations of rust, procedures, and downplayed environmental risks. The Isanak, Yapayau, Balangon, and Ugayam tribal councils LA's The National Commission on Indigenous Peoples is derailing the free, prior, and informed consent process. They fear the project presented as irrigation masks a larger dam construction plan, threatening their land and ways of life. Quote, We value our ancestral land and support irrigation, but the true purpose is dam construction. We demand to follow the APIC process. In quote, their statement reads, With the tensions rising, the project's future hinges on addressing the community's concerns and ensuring transparent, respectful dialogue. Now news from Nepal. The 16th edition of the World Social Forum is underway in Kathmandu, Nepal, bringing together over 50,000 participants from around the world to discuss pressing issues like inequality, climate change, and social justice. The week-long event, which runs from February 15 to 19, will feature around 1,000 self-organized activities and assembles on a wide range of topics. Participants will also have the opportunity to attend thematic assemblies and parallel sessions on issues such as social justice, equality, sustainable development, indigenous rights, gender equality, and environmental sustainability. The World Social Forum is an annual gathering of social movements, non-governmental organizations and activists from around the world. It was founded in 2001 in Puerto Alegre, Brazil, as an alternative to the World Economic Forum, the meeting of political and economic elites around the world. The World Social Forum provides a platform for participants to share experiences, strategies, and ideas for addressing global challenges. This year's event is expected to focus on finding solutions to inequality, climate change, and social justice. News from Indonesia. Recognizing customary law and institution would be crucial for protecting indigenous communities and their vital role as environmental guardians. A clear example is that an indigenous community in Indonesia is defending their land with tradition. Despite regulations, the Simardangyang indigenous community in Indonesia relies on ancient wisdom and practices to defend their land from developers. While their land was designated as a protected forest, they cultivate insanes and uphold traditional laws like Parpatihan, to manage their forests sustainably and protect biodiversity. The wisdom helped them gain official recognition in 2023, inspiring others to fight for their rights. Other communities face evictions due to unclear land designations and weak enforcement. Indigenous wisdom like Simar Yang's offers resilience. However, political will and investor interests remain hurdles for wider protection. Now moving to Latin America, news from Honduras. In Tocão, northern Honduras, inhabitants of the region, members of the Municipal Committee for Defense of Common and Police Goods, are mobilizing to reject an energy project associated with mining concession that since 2013 has been extracting iron from within the protected areas. Though a popular assembly and with the representation of local authorities, thousands of people pronounced a resounding no to the thermoelectric energy project belonging to the company Ecotech. With this decision, the population of Tokao ratified the declarations on November 29, 2019 as a municipality free of mining. This energy project intends to operate a thermoelectric plant powered by petroleum coke a material that contains high sulfur content and heavy metals which has dismayed the population due to the possible increase in contamination that in addition to mining extraction places the Galpinol and San Pedro river basin at risks now news from argentina Four Argentine women were released after being arrested by the police on Wednesday while they were peacefully demonstrating in the vicinity of the national congress against the so-called omnibus law promoted by the government of the ultra-right-wing president Xavier Miley. According to local media, the girls were sitting on the sidewalk while singing the national anthem when security forces arrested them and took them to a petrol car. Human rights, gender, and diversity advocate Ivana Lorena Bungay, who was one of those arrested, denounced on her social networks the randomness of the arrest by the police officers. Now news from Colombia. Assassinations of social leaders in Colombia continue unabated. As a mother of the spiritual leader of the NASA people and signatory of the 2016 Peace Accord, Jose Alirio Chotue Molano was confirmed on Friday in a rural area of Colombian Department of Cauca. According to the Instituto de Estadios para el Desarrollo y la Paz, It has been reported on social networks that the indigenous leader Jose Alirio Chochue was murdered in his home by a group of armed men. According to the human rights organizations, with Chochue's murder, there are new four peace signatories murdered so far in 2024, and a total of 10 social leaders murdered during the first 20 days of January of this year. Now news from Brazil. The Landless Rural Workers Movement held an event this Saturday at the Floristan Fernandes National School in Gurarema on the occasion of the 14th anniversary of its foundation. Quote, we are holding the celebration inside a school. There is no revolution without science. The Landless Rural Workers Movement has been developing a human rights policy for a long time. In quote, he added. In turn, the Brazilian Minister of Agriculture, Paulo Teixeira, indicated that the landless rural workers movement works with, and for the poorest in the struggle for agrarian reforms and food production, while stressing its importance as a model in this regard. That is all for this edition of Cultural Survival's Global News Bulletin. For more information on the rights of indigenous peoples, visit cs.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook and Twitter.